with that being said, we're jumping into our next piece here with Josh Pace. It's always great to speak with Josh. And he came back when the team was honored this year inside of the Dome for the 2003 National Championship. I remember that day. I picked them to win. I was one of two people in my class at Christian Brothers Academy down the road from Syracuse to pick Syracuse. I was ridiculed, laughed at, and people told me I would be wrong. I was a homer. This team's never going to win. Yeah, it's our hometown, but it was a stupid pick. And then me and one other person ended up being right. When Syracuse won the national championship, those people that did not pick Syracuse were slapping hands, high-fiving and screaming inside of the cafeteria. And I had everybody's bracket in my book bag. And I told them all to put their hands down for picking Ohio State, Duke, Kentucky, whoever, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and so on and so forth. It was a special moment for me 20 years ago as a fan and as a Syracuse native. So imagine how much more special it was to be on the court when you are Josh Pace and you get to celebrate with your brothers something that people thought was insurmountable, impossible, unimaginable, but it happened. 20 years ago, Syracuse raised a national championship trophy. And Josh is here with me to talk about that, Bayheim Autry, and the madness of March. I proudly bring in someone that I appreciate and have talked to for many years, the wonderful floater in the lane, Josh Pace. Josh, how are we doing? Good. How about yourself, Dan? I'm doing well. So I, I know we've talked about it before, but I, I don't think it gets enough respect. So I'm going to bang the drum for as long as I possibly can the rest of my life. Float That floater in the lane, perfecting that shot, I think it got better as the tournament went on. What can you tell me about your interesting and unique way that you felt like you affected this team? Because that that floater will always stick with me as one of the you know pieces here and there, especially within the tournament when the team needed a spark, needed some points, needed something to build off of. The Josh Pace floater and other things you did on the court were really special, and I don't think they get the credit they deserve. Well, I, I appreciate you, Dan, for um, for that introduction. Really cool introduction. But um, the type of team we had, just the talent that we had on that team, uh, and Melo made a point of saying it, uh, it's probably one of the better college basketball teams in history. We had people coming off the bench, uh, players coming off the bench, myself, Billy Eagleman, uh, Matt Gorman, uh, Jeremy McNeil, uh, the primary people coming off the bench. Uh, could start any, and pretty much any of those other schools, uh, D1 schools that are in the country. So uh, to have that type of talent coming off the bench, with a G Mac and a Hakeem Ward and a Carmelo Anthony, Quip Dwayne. Uh, obviously got Craig starting his whole career. It was just a really good, uh, really good team. We had a phenom. We had a really good, good competitor in G Mac who made a lot of, a lot of tough shots. Got a leader in, in uh, in Quip. And, you know, you saw Hakeem brought athleticism and talent, you know, and then my role, uh, Billy, obviously Billy was a starting point guard anywhere in the country, uh, his size and athleticism at, at the point guard position and playmaking ability. And myself, you know, talented, uh, can score in multiple ways, play defense, rebound, facilitate, make plays. So it was a really, really talented team. And um, I had to figure out a way to, uh, especially those first couple of years at Syracuse, to, to get on the court with all the talent that we had uh, in that program. So, um, you know, that's what came about of it. Uh, you know, the floater is something that I worked on in Georgia when I was um, – Playing in high school, high school basketball, and playing in the park, playing in the backyard, going against bigger players growing up. 
So I had to figure out a way to, to kind of get my shot off without getting it blocked. And um, it became a weapon down the road, obviously. And it's been something that I've, been, I've become known for. But, um, you know, just, just, just in terms of my role on that national championship team and then in general, you know, uh, pretty respected in the locker room, off the court from my, my, my peers. As soon as I stepped foot on campus, pretty much. Um, but after that championship year, but especially that championship year, you know, that run that we had going into that next year, um, you know, I was ready to also step up and be a leader and one of the, uh, one of the older guys on the team, veterans to, to, to be a captain in that locker room, my junior senior year. But the floater came, it came from a lot of work, man. I worked on that shot before I got to, before I got to college. It paid off, obviously. Yeah. And Josh, I mean, you mentioned obviously your incredible team that you had and, all of your wonderful, wonderful teammates and, and coaches. Billy Edelin, you know, we don't see him in the Dome a lot. We don't hear about him a lot. He was announced as not going to be there. And then you guys came out onto the court and he came out with Queth Dwayne. Bring me into that. Did you guys know that Billy was going to be there? Did you kind of like, was it was it a team plan to say like, hey, you know what, Billy, we're bringing you in and, and you're going to come with us? I mean, when did you all know that Billy was going to be there? Well, we knew we knew that he would be in the building. Um, maybe last minute, late, late, but maybe I'll, I'll just say last minute. Uh, Billy's Billy's a busy man. He has things that he's doing, um, so we didn't we didn't know in terms of the team if if he would make it to the very end. And once we saw that he was there, it was a quick adjustment. I mean, it's an audible. You know, I coach I coach college basketball. Yeah. We had a quick conversation. We had a quick conversation and made that happen. You know, that's our guy, obviously. So it was it was an easy adjustment. Easy adjustment. Yeah, and 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 seeing him there, you know, so your teammates talked about how how much that meant to you, and and I would love for you to share that because we don't spotlight Billy a lot. You know, we they, people talk about Carmelo, they talk about Hakeem, they talk about Jerry. A, a lot of the time, it's the block shot. It's Mellow and what Mellow did in one season at Syracuse, it's Jerry's threes, and we don't spend time in other places. Definitely not on Billy Edelin. How did Billy affect your life in a positive way, and what did it mean to you that he was there? Well, his personality, um, Billy has a great personality, and then he was also um, a leader, one of the leaders of our team when he was when he was available when he was when he was on the court. He had some he had some adversity, obviously, in college, um, in some in some moments that kind of. Uh, you know, made it tough on him to be available for, for those and present every game um, or every practice. He has some adversity, personal adversity that he had to go through. Uh, but um, that, that's life, right? Everybody, everybody goes through something at some point in their life. You know, whether they're doing good, whether they're doing bad, whether they make a lot of money, whether they don't. Everybody got something that they have to deal with and go through. And um, you know, he had some early adversity, but when he was around and available. He was one of our leaders in the locker room. Uh, really big, really good energy. Uh, really personable. He cares about his teammates, his coaches. Um, so, so, so Billy, for us, and then obviously it's the talent on the court, right? Can handle the ball, can post up smaller guards, nice little mid-range floater, makes the right play, uh, rebounds, rebound. So he was just a really good player and a really good person. And um, you know, the type of talent that he brought. There's no way we win the championship, and there's no way we even, even my. Um, my class, me, Craig, uh, Hakeem, Billy came in with that class first, and then he got the red shirt because of some adversity, you know, but he came in with us. So those four years and all those wins that we had in that class, you know, including the championship, 
Um, Billy was a, a big part of all of that. He came in with us. We worked in the summer. Every summer, we worked in individuals. Every day, I went up against him every day, trying to figure out how to stop him from scoring and vice versa. Um, same thing with all the other. GMAC will say the same thing. He was a tough cover, uh, made the right play. And three-on-threes, four-on-fours, competitive stuff, his team would win a lot of the games because of his leadership and point guard playmaking ability. So you know, he just brought a lot to the table that people didn't get to see. And he's obviously um, cemented in Syracuse history. And I don't know why people keep uh, not, not talking about him or not bringing that up. But without him, we don't even we don't even win the championship. Um, or some of those other games that we won over those years because uh, he contributed to, contributed to some big wins on and off the court. Yeah, and I love that. And that's and that's why I'm so happy you talked about it because we need to. And so Josh Pace here with me this morning, a Syracuse Orange men's basketball alum and also uh, the head coach here of WNMU uh, women's basketball. And we'll discuss that in a second as we talk about Western New Mexico University. But to continue the conversation, and again, you know, Josh, thank you for speaking about Billy Edelin because we need to. And and I, I'm I'm really happy that he was there. I was really excited to see because I feel like if if it's your team and you're honoring the team, then the team needs to be there. So it was great to see that. Uh, speaking of the team, Hakeem Warwick, Jerry McNamara, your teammates not only were celebrated with you that day in the 2003 National Championship inside of the Dome, but their jerseys were also retired. What did that mean to you to see Hakeem Warwick without that block? Game could have gotten tied, gone to overtime. So what it means to see Hakeem up in the rafters with his jersey and to see Jerry not only have his jersey retired as well, but to also see that Jerry has moved up a peg on the coaching staff and is now the associate head coach to Adrian Autry. Well, 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 going back to Hakeem, and obviously uh, Lee, he took the shot in the corner. Now, we don't know if that shot was going to go in or in or if he was going to miss it, right? We don't know that. But we do know uh, Keith Smart made a similar shot yeah. at that moment when, when he got uh, his opportunity and it, and it didn't get blocked. So uh, that, that play that Hakeem made was historical in terms of that. Uh, if you look at it that way, it was very historical in terms of some things that's happened in our past. Key smart shot, um, but then we didn't even give him an opportunity to, to, to make the shot because I came so athletic and long. Um, it's a defining moment in the championship game. It's, it's a very big play, it's a very big play in our history, regardless of whether we knew it was going in or, or not. He, he didn't even give it an opportunity, which is uh, which is very special for what for, for our for our program history. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to see them uh, both get their jersey retired. Hakeem was my roommate for four years. We still keep in touch, obviously. Uh, that was really cool. Um, you know, I saw him before anybody else. Really got a chance to see him outside of the coaching staff in the summer times when I was working out before our freshman year. And, you know, just an amazing athlete. And I knew he was going to be good. I didn't know he was going to be GOAT status, but I knew <laughs> he was going to be good. He's obviously up there with, with the best that we have to offer at Syracuse. Um, same thing with Jerry. You know, very competitive. Um, came in right away and let us know that he was a very good player. It was going to be a major part in terms of what we we're doing. The championship year, freshman year, but moving forward. You know, those are two really um, important important pieces in terms of Syracuse history. You know, that to, to get two jersey retirements from, from two players who played in the same same four years time frame for the most part. Most part. Play three years. They played three years together, and then Jerry had his senior year. Obviously, which was a historic year as well, in my opinion, based off of you know him having to kind of play with a whole new team for the most part, other than the younger guys that came up while we were there. Um, 
you know, he 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 cemented himself in history as well. So, you know, Hakeem and Jerry to grow up and play with them and you know, off the court, be around them a lot and us to still have a relationship to this day. Jerry's my guy, you know, and you know, he uh he just got a as you just mentioned, he just took a step up as the associate head coach now at Syracuse. Huge deal, huge deal. Hopefully, um, you know, we can have him around for a long time and, and helping and pushing this program to another level, you know. But um, you know, Jerry, Jerry has put his work in and you know Hopefully, I I hope you know, he gets whatever he wants. I know he's committed to Syracuse, but we want to hold on to him because I'm pretty sure some other schools are going to come come calling for him in the near future. So. Yeah, I said look in the next two to three years. That's my thought when it comes to Jerry. Adrian's got the job, and Jim, the coach of not just you, your team, but so many over almost five decades. When you look at head coach, if you add in the assistant coach, and you have that, I mean, we're talking about a coach that has spent you know, halfway to a century coaching up players at Syracuse University and before that being a player himself. Jim Beheim's legacy to you personally means what? And Adrian getting the job means what to you? Well, I mean, Coach, coach put his work in. Uh, he, he pretty much, for the most part, built the program um, to what it is today. You know, the, the, the historic uh, legend, the, I'm sorry, the historic uh, history that we have, you know, a lot of it, most of it, obviously, is, is, is contributed to him, you know, and um, to be, be able, for the most part, to go out on his own terms, he won a championship, multiple Final Fours, Elite Eights, Sweet Sixteens, all the way down, Big East Championships, uh, you know, to be able to accomplish what he's accomplished and bring in the type of uh, student athletes on and off the court to represent the program, you know, um, he he's done a tremendous job, you know, and he he he's a legend, obviously, and, and very happy to be a part of that. Um, for 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 Coach Red, Coach Archer to get the job uh, and and keep it in the family, that's pretty cool too, because you just never know. Um, obviously, um, all programs aren't built like that. So to start off uh, after Coach Behan's retirement, to go right into Coach Archery, who who was a really good player himself, a really good recruiter, but also went through the um, he went through everything he needed to, to go through to get to that position. Grad assistant, I think. Um, I don't know if he was a video coordinator, but I know he was a grad assistant. You know, did that job, which isn't an easy job at all. You got to be all the way locked into that. Yeah, now that I have my own program, I understand how that works, obviously, and I've been coaching for seven years in college. That's an important position. You know, you're doing everything. So he's done that. Assistant, obviously. Uh, recruiting, recruiting coordinator and brought some really good talent in Syracuse. So it's a new face, you know, because Beheim did his job. Did a great job. Hopefully, he's going to enjoy retirement. But um, it, it's in the right hands for somebody who knows the program, really good recruiter, and was a really and a really good basketball player as well. And that that's relatable to to the kids these days for sure. Back coming from Josh Pace here with us on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios, celebrating the 2003 National Championship. Two of his teammates getting honored with their jerseys being retired. Jerry moving up, and the coaching staff, obviously a, a teammate and a and a big part of their run to the 2003 national championship and to also speak on Jim Beheim and Adrian Autry. Before I let you go here, Josh, like you said, you've been a coach in the world of collegiate athletics yourself heading toward a decade. And with Western New Mexico University to look at that women's basketball program and what you've been able to do there, what can you say about the development, the growth, and where things are at? You're in in NCAA Division II. And Western New Mexico University, we've discussed it before. We discussed when you got the job as well. 
going back to that. So what can you say about how you've evolved as a coach and where do you feel your program is at right now? Well, it's everyday grind. Division two basketball, the difference uh, to me, men or women, they, division two, they don't come in necessarily like a Carmelo or like a Jerry ready to play as a freshman. You know, they're really talented, but you got to put the work in, in terms of individual skill development, um, stopping to practice to make sure you explain going through every detail in terms of everything to, uh, to get student athletes on this level to the highest point. And that's what we're doing now. This is my third year. I just finished my third year as the head coach. First year was COVID, so we didn't play any games at all. So really for me, it's my second year. And uh, we had double-digit wins, which was the first time this happened in a while here at this program before I got here. Um, and the same thing with the conference wins. We had eight conference wins, which was the first time this happened in a long time, well before I got here. So uh, moving in the right direction, obviously, we're in the toughest Division II conference. Um, and we're in New Mexico, which is uh, it's called the Lone Star Conference, which is mainly in Texas. So most of the games are in Texas except for our home games. So we travel and compete, you know, in a very tough conference, and we're doing a good job of, uh, of establishing a culture that's established. We got a pretty good roster with deep, and we're adding play student athletes for this upcoming year. So we're going to be good. Looking forward to that. And, um, you know, I, I enjoy coaching. I enjoy teaching some of the things I've learned, coaching college, playing college basketball at a high level playing overseas 10 years professionally pretty successful overseas career pretty successful college career you know so um just just trying to continue pushing it forward and and teaching what i've uh, what i've learned over the years and um the program here we're, we're in a good space got a lot of work to do we haven't had a winning season yet but we're moving in the right direction and i think for the most part in terms of what my job was coming here i'm, I'm, I'm on pace to do what uh to what i want to do so um doing good about everything and we're going to keep moving this thing forward here I think we just coined a phrase, pace on pace. I like that. So Pace on pace. That sounds good to me. <laughs> so that coming from Josh Pace here, a member of the 2003 National Championship team and a part of Syracuse getting to do something that they had never done before. I will eternally be indebted to this team for what you did for my city and the community and, and just for the orange, just, just a beautiful beautiful moment in history. So wonderful. And I can't say enough about it, Josh. You know, it was great to see you because you and I are usually having these conversations, you know, over the phone and whatnot. So it was great to see you, albeit for a couple minutes there. Great to have you on today as always. And I'm always looking forward to the next opportunity that we have. So thanks for keeping in touch with me over the years. A big shout out and a congratulation 20 years later for all the incredible work that you all did to win that national championship and everything you did in general beyond that and to your, your team and what you're building with your women's basketball program at Western New Mexico university for that as well. I just want to say thank you for the work you did as a student athlete, what you do now to help student athletes and just everything in general and, and the connection and the friendship that we've built. So I always appreciate the time and you will always have a place on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate you, Dan. And keep doing good work, man. You, to get to the point to where you are now, you've been grinding. So keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, we'll talk, obviously. So. Well, you know, I'm just trying to get pace on pace. I'm trying to be like you, man. That's what I'm trying to do. I feel you. That's a nice answer. I might have to copyright that. I've never heard that one before. Now, I'm telling you right now. You you get you do that copyright, you make sure you put a little dance tour broadcast media in there. Yeah, we got to go half. We got to go half on it. Yeah, we got to get something with that. So listen, man, have a great practice. Have a great day. And I'll look forward to talking with you soon. I appreciate you. All right, take care.